Welcome to another episode of On the Job with Porak. I am Brian Marvel, president of Porak. Alongside me is Vice President Damon Kurtz. This episode is a bit special because it's the final episode of 2021. This is our 18th episode of season four. So we've decided to do an overview of what's happening throughout the year and what we look forward to in 2022. I can definitely uh, say it's been a uh, very tumultuous 2021. Yeah, I, it, it's kind of hard to put it on the 2021. It feels like it's just kind of been a mishmash where 2020 never really ended and it went into 2021 with the shutdowns and um, just the craziness of um, what we deal with up here. Um, you know, the legislature hasn't let up. It's been kind of a, yeah, yeah it's been nonstop. I would agree. It almost feels like 2020 didn't exist. It's sort of like 2021 was two years in one year. And, uh, yeah, the legislation's just been killing us. I mean, the, the legislative uh, bills that have been written, uh, we've worked on so many edits, uh, amendments, I should say, to those bills. And then having the governor sign them, obviously, is, has been, uh, been difficult for us as a profession. I, I think uh, a lot of times our role up here, and I, and I say this quite a bit, is we're kind of like the uh, pharmaceutical commercials where the fine print or they go over all the side effects. That's our job. We go to these legislators who have these crazy ideas and like, hey, we want to, you know, want to legalize LSD. And we're there to go, well, that's not really a good idea because here's what could happen. They don't always listen to us. And actually, a lot of times they don't. And then, you know, we're seeing the after effects right now with what's going on with, uh, you know, crime and the, you know, the effects of Prop 4757 and those things that law enforcement for years has been saying, don't do this. This is going to be the effects. And here we are. Yeah, I just did an interview with a couple of newspapers in regards to the uh, crime getting out of hand. And I hate to say it, but, you know, we told you so. But, you know, we can't really say that into in the to the news media folks. It's more of, you know, when when all of this stuff was coming down, all of these changes were being made. It was like, you know, time out. We need to slow down. Uh, we're not analyzing the changes that are being made. Um, you know, obviously, as an organization and, and personally, we believe in, in evidence-based uh, research uh, on policies and procedures. And, you know, I, I just don't think there's enough research out there to to figure out the changes that have made, whether they were good or bad. But clearly, we're definitely seeing all the bad. And, you know, part of that I blame on the progressive district attorneys that we've seen. Uh, where they've really taken a lax attitude when it comes to uh, to prosecuting any crime. Right. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe that 
message is starting to be heard. Um, you know, we're seeing it nationally with the rise in crime, and also we're seeing it in some of the midterm elections and the outcomes that uh, people are kind of tired of it. And maybe it's time for at least our state legislature, I'm hoping, and we won't know for another week or so, they're going to start dropping bills and we'll get a good idea what that's going to look like. But, you know, I'm always optimistic that maybe it's time to allow all the bills that have been passed to see what works and what doesn't work. And let's not keep piling on, you know, so. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens. Well, so much for the doom and gloom. Let's move on to some of the other stuff we had uh, this year. Um, obviously, the big thing was a corporate sponsorship. And uh, I really want to appreciate uh, Damon. I sort of tasked it to him when he became the vice president uh, his first year. And obviously, 2020, uh, this sort of took a back seat, but we were actually working on it. We wanted to make sure we got it right the first time. Um, I think it's going to be a fantastic program moving forward for PORAC. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to raise money for the uh, the charity fund arm of PORAC, PORF, the Peace Officers um, Relief and Education Fund, Foundation, I'm sorry, Foundation. And I think this is – and we found some really great partners uh, to beta test it this year. Yeah, and, and look, this is uh – this is our first time doing it. We wanted to do it right, um, recognizing that it is for the relief fund, and it, this, you know, the goal is to to grow PORF so that. Can we do more scholarships? That would be great. Um, could we also be better uh, when there, when tragedy hits and, and the relief side of things? And we know like during the Paradise Fires, we were able to, I think over 70 folks, we were able to write a, a check to them right away when they lost their homes. And it was, you know, $1,000, which doesn't sound like a lot, but $1,000 of spending cash in your pocket to be able to um, just get through um, the initial of something like that is, is important. And uh, would we like to do more? Absolutely. But that's what we did there. And if we can grow this, then we can be more effective. And, and uh, that's the goal. And, you know, kudos to these corporate sponsors who jumped in and have been really good to work with, uh, considering that we were limited at times because of COVID. You know, the these corporate sponsors, part of it is getting out in front of our membership. And then when we're in shutdown mode and we're not having in-person events, it makes it really challenging, but they stuck through it with us and really want to appreciate them for that. And uh, so, so yeah, I think it's going to be something good moving forward. Yep. And then the, uh, the fund to hero program, uh, man, did we have great success with that? Yeah. So, you know, Fund of Hero now has raised over $2.4 million for uh, um, our members in crisis, whether it was fallen uh, officers or, you know, family uh, type events. And, you know, we you know, been pretty successful in doing that for the membership. And it was something that was, you know, when I got elected, it was near and dear to me that we created something like this because I've seen, you know, in my career, and I know you have too, so much uh, fraud when it comes to, to uh, uh charity and um, fundraisers. And this is a way for us to protect our members and give them an avenue to raise funds. And, you know, the one caveat to this is just, you know, I mention it quite often. And the, the key to a successful campaign is being engaged and really pushing out there to, you know, your local area, whether it's through press releases or through the social media aspect. Um, we're here to amplify, but we, we can't do it all. Um, it's not going to be successful just because PORAC puts it on our page. It really is incumbent on the local association to push those out. And those are the ones that you see that are more successful than the others. And also that goes back to another item that we push incessantly is relationships. You have to have relationships with your elected officials. And as much as it probably pains some of our, uh, our public safety union leaders, uh, you have to have relationships with folks in the media. And like you said, it is so critical that you're sharing this. Your chief or your sheriff is sharing this. Every time you talk about it, you should be putting that information out about the fundraiser. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, those relationships, you know, that that's the key is you don't have to have a relationship with people to that you agree on everything. Really, it's just the ability to have a conversation that you can pick up the phone and say, hey, I have this issue. And if they agree with you, great. If they don't, you explain why they should. And still, if they don't, that's okay. There's always going to be another issue to bring forward. Uh, you know, one of the things that we've been working on this year also with, you know, it, and it kind of dovetails into relationships and it's about trying to create a relationship with the public. Um, who knows what PORAC is? Do people know who the Peace Officers Research Association of California, who are they? And so we started to do some marketing. We're trying to grow our brand. You know, we want to be effective uh also in other areas. We know here in California, we're probably the most effective law enforcement group um, in California when it comes to the legislature and in, in the lobbying efforts and advocacy. And we're pretty effective on the D.C. level as well, but we want to be better and people need to know who we are. And so we partnered with NASCAR and Kyle Weatherman. Um, we had a, had a race car in the Infinity Series through NASCAR with uh, in, um, you know, a car looked like a black and white patrol car and it was really awesome. Got a lot of good feedback. Got some national coverage on that. And we're going to continue to look for ways to expand our brand. And so so I think folks should expect to see that and understand that, that there's a reason behind it. And it's about trying to get our name out there and the recognition. So when we say, hey, support this candidate for, say, like a attorney general or whatever it is, that folks that aren't don't have friends that are cops know what PORAC is and know why they should listen to us. And it's about, you know, being a trusted brand and respected brand. And uh, the NASCAR partnership, I thought, was extremely successful. Also, uh, concerns of police survivors, cops, uh, we've had huge relationship with them. Uh, we're increasing the amount of work that we do with them, uh, providing them support, uh, getting our branding on uh, their products as they uh, do like police week, uh, their golf tournament. Uh, so these are all things that we really did in 2021 um, to not only support the members in a sense of who is PORAC and what do we do, but also supporting the fallen families and by being in partnership with COPS. And then um, conference uh, being a big one. It was great to be in conference this year, seeing everybody. A uh, huge turnout, fantastic time. It was it was really disappointing to have to cancel uh, 2020, but I think we tried to make up with it in 2021. Yeah, I think it was a successful conference. Obviously, the weather was awesome there in Monterey. You know, so much work goes behind the scenes, and so I'll, I'll mention it too. Our staff was tremendous in making sure that went off uh, without a hitch. You know, we all put a lot of work into that conference leading up to it, and there's so much anticipation and, and um it's funny every year you forget about all the work and you just look forward to it like hey this is going to be great and you know for us we're there for pretty much a whole week so by the last day there we're ready to go home but uh, I'm already ready for the next one so yeah me too especially it's going to be in my hometown San Diego so uh, be very exciting also with that there was some really good high quality training uh, offered at conference and uh, Kathy Knapp has been a f doing a fantastic job with the PORAC Institute, um, not only providing classes that PORAC has created and we put on, but she's also now developing partnerships with groups. Yeah, and as we speak, we're sitting in the, the new headquarters and downstairs, there's about 100 people down there in the force science class, um, which is pretty impressive to not only have a partnership with Force Science and a group that has so much credibility in the field, but to have it in our own building because, hey, that's not something else that happened in 2021. We moved into a new building and it's allowing us to be more effective in training and what we do for, for our members. And that really, uh, that dovetails nicely into uh, what we're looking forward to in 2022. Uh, we're recording the podcast in our new media studio. 
Uh, we've recorded several episodes here, um, but one of the new items that we'll be rolling out to the membership is being able to provide um, the ability to record uh, political commercials for radio. Uh, that'll be what we can do right now. Obviously, uh, my goal for 2024 uh, will be able to do video for TV. I, that's a huge savings for our associations, our affiliates out there to, to be able to use this. Um, all we need is content. Uh, we'll record it. We'll package it up and we'll send it down to you and uh, you pretty much save probably 5000 bucks. Yeah, at least. So that's a big part of yep. what you do. So, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we, we, we have a symposium coming up in April. That's our next big event. Um, or actually, at the end of March, March 30 and 31st in Dana Point uh, down there at the home of the Beach Boys. It's going to be a great event and it's going to culminate with our third attempt at the PORF golf tournament, again, to benefit our uh, relief fund. Um, that'll be on April Fool's. No fooling. We're going to have a tournament this year um, and it's going to be at the Monarch Beach Golf Links, which is kind of an exclusive uh, place to play. And so we're looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a really, really nice event, nice location, and uh, hopefully it's well attended. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, you know, it is the running joke. It's our third attempt at a first try. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, golf tournaments are always great fundraisers. It's a great opportunity to come together, just relax, play golf. I don't know if you can relax playing golf, but uh, you can try. It's a scrambled best ball. So it's really not about the golf. It's about the people around you getting to meet folks on the course. Um, there's going to be vendors there. There's going to be events. There's going to be a, a ton of swag. This is this is an event. It's not a, it's not necessarily about the golf. It's, it's about raising money for a good cause and enjoying each other's company. And hopefully people uh, take advantage of that. I agree. And then uh, obviously symposium the previous two days, uh, which we have some awesome training scheduled. So really looking forward to this symposium because uh, we had to cancel two symposiums, 20 and 2021, uh, due to COVID-19. So this will be very exciting to get back in person again uh, next year. Yeah, absolutely. Totally looking forward to that. So I think 2022 is going to be just as full and busy as 2021 was. Uh, hopefully the legislative piece won't be as bad, uh, but we definitely have some really good stuff coming up as an organization trying to support our members uh, either through PORAC and uh, our training or through PORF, through supporting the families of fallen, which we pray that uh, we don't have to do that here in the state of California and nationally for that matter. But also in case if, uh, you know, our members experience something tragic that we're going to be there for them, we're going to support them through their uh, local association, uh, make sure that they get what they need. And then obviously we'll, we'll finish out 2022 with our conference in San Diego. Uh, excited to look forward to that. Yeah, it's great. So look forward to see the members. We'll be out there at the chapter meetings, uh, hitting, hitting the road again once more. And it's hard to believe that uh, how much travel we actually do up here is it's kind of ridiculous at times. And to think that uh, 2022 is probably going to be a little bit busier because, uh, you know, last year we were able to exclude the Washington, D.C. fly-ins because they're, they're, they just weren't open. But that's not going to be the case this year. So we'll have to add those to our agenda. And um, so it, it's going to be a full a full travel itinerary for us. But that's what we do. We know that's what we signed up for. And we're going to we're going to be there. I know you uh, thank the staff. I want to thank the staff again for the fantastic they did, work they did with the conference, but also for the year. I want to thank the chapter presidents, all volunteering their time to handle the chapters, uh, which helped Damon and I. If there's local issues that need to be dealt with, they really give us a call and give us a heads up on that so we can really be in tune with what's going on at the local level. Obviously, the uh, state of California is very large uh, and the traveling is extensive for us, but it's really the chapter presidents who help us out. And I also really want to thank the uh, the trustees on all the trusts, the Retiree Medical Trust, 
the insurance and benefits trust, the legal defense trust, all of those trustees are volunteering their time to make sure that they're providing us the best benefits possible at the lowest cost. Without their support, without them working their dedication on each one of those trusts, they wouldn't be as successful as they are today. And lastly, I want to thank our RAM committee folks uh, who are working really hard to get the retirees into RAM, but also making sure that if you are carrying a CCW off-duty as a retired officer, uh, that you join RAM and you get the LDF Plan 5 coverage. So important. So important. I can't stress it so much, especially in these times. Uh, you need coverage if you're going to carry your firearm off-duty as a retiree. Uh, well, when you're retired, you're off-duty. But as a retiree, you definitely want to uh, to get LDF Plan 5 coverage. So I want to thank the RAM members. They're doing a fantastic job. Uh, I think we're going to hit over 10,000 retired members uh, by the end of the year. That was my goal for 2021. Uh, next year, I'd like to see it up to 15,000. So uh, they got their work cut out for them. So again, thank them for all the work that they're doing. And I want to thank you all for joining us on this season four finale of On the Job with Porak. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd like to take time to not only thank our nation's law enforcement, to all you listeners out there who keep us going. We appreciate all the positive feedback we've received, and we look forward to recording more episodes. Uh, we'll be back at the start of 2022 with a whole new season. In the meantime, we hope you all have a happy holidays with terrific new year. We hope you all stay safe, and we'll see you next year. Forhack is California's largest law enforcement organization and the largest statewide association in the nation, representing over 77,000 public safety members since 1950. Our monthly podcasts, as well as past episodes, are available on Porak.org, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Porak's YouTube channel, or where popular podcasts are downloaded. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms and tag us with your suggestions for future show topics. To learn more about our organization, visit us at Porak.org. We are Porak.